0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hue at Home. I'm Tracy Koga. Well, it certainly does seem the world is very busy right now, but sometimes it just seems like we're standing still. So today we're going to embrace the family, those people that we've spent a lot of time with, but mean so much. And country recording star Rod Black will share his own personal story with his family and how it's helped him through this pandemic and also the new song that he is going to release called Barely Getting By. Now, if you are pivoting your career, wanting to start your own business, well, now is the time. So we're going to start at the World Trade Center Winnipeg, see how this organization can maybe perhaps fulfill your dream with their business development team, Brigitte Kemp-Shaput and Nicole Fontaine. Well, I believe it's minus 25 outside, but we're nice and warm and cozy in our own little cocoon, so I want to say bonjour, good morning to uh, Brigitte and Nicole, all the way at the World Trade Center, Winnipeg, correct?
1: (laughs) That's
0: it. All right, so I'm going to go right into it, ladies. I, you know, when... We had first met and we were talking in World Trade Center while my mind obviously went to New York right away. But uh, Brigitte, if you can maybe give us a little bit of a history on the World Trade Center Winnipeg and what it means on a global sense too as well.
2: Absolutely. So uh, World Trade Center Winnipeg is part of a um, a larger association called the World Trade Center Association, uh, which is a global network uh, that includes 300 World Trade Centers around the world in over 100 countries. And the value of that is that that allows us to open doors and reach um, different countries and open up um, introductions to business people who want to reach those markets if they want to expand in a certain country. We, We have those connections to really facilitate that transition for them and that growth. Um, And having said that, uh, our office has been here in Winnipeg since 2013. So a little bit of history on that. How do you get a World Trade Center in your city or in your province? Um, So how it works is that the World Trade Centers, to have a license, you have to... um, be a main city hub. So people often wonder why is it World Trade Center Winnipeg and not World Trade Center Manitoba? It's for that reason. So what we've done is to um, make it more inclusive for the for the whole province of Manitoba. We've uh, added serving all of Manitoba to make that very clear uh, that we are here to help everyone. And um, the way it worked back in 2017 is that um, our founding partners are the Winnipeg Chamber of Commerce and NIM, which was uh, the former trade um, trading organization for Manitoba. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we were then able to start the World Trade Center Winnipeg here in 2013. And, um, sorry, uh, yes, and another important factor is that the World Trade Center Winnipeg is also the province of Manitoba strategic trade partner. So what we do and what that means is that we are able to coordinate B2Bs and incoming and outgoing missions to facilitate conversations between um, organizations who want to either come to Manitoba, or for companies who are maybe looking to um, go to other countries
0: as well. So that's just high level, um, (laughs) the background with World Trade Center in Winnipeg. But it's it's wonderful, though, because it's really putting us on a a global playing field, right? And then also promoting, you know, our wonderful city, our wonderful province. And, you know, hopefully when we get through all of this pandemic, the doors will open once again. But I know, too, that there are a ton of programs and services that the WC Winnipeg, TC Winnipeg, which I'll now call it, offers. So Nicole, I'll go to you. Uh, You are the knowledge keeper, so to speak, of all of the different programs offered. Uh, Yes, so
3: um, I've been with the World Trade Center Winnipeg for over seven years now, and uh, it's just been so great to see the progress that we've done as well. So we're really there to help entrepreneurs start grow and expand their businesses. So at any stage of your business, you can connect with us and uh, we offer uh, programming such as uh, workshops, uh, webinars, Um, We also have our trade accelerator program, which is a uh, top uh, program to allow individuals that are already in business wanting to do that exporting and having a um, vetted out uh, by experts uh, export plan. So it's a very well-known plan and we've had over 80 graduates um, since we've started the program, which is amazing. We have different series on uh, all sorts of topics that an entrepreneur needs uh, to be able to have help with, um, be it either at the starting stage or uh, later in growth. And our market research is uh, very important as well. So if you're doing your business plan or you've already been in business, but now you're needing to pivot and change. And we've heard that word a lot uh, throughout uh, these times, but our market research um, and our uh, Business advisors and trade advisors are there to to help individuals uh, on their entre- entrepreneurial path. And we're really there to, uh, to be able to help them and guide them. And we also have great partnerships, which allows us to connect them with the right information at the right time and with the right
0: partner. And it's so critical right now. And yes, you had mentioned COVID and businesses, obviously, having to shut down and whether or not they're going to be reopening their doors. There's so many things that, as, uh, as a business owner, there's so many questions that mm-hmm. basically, you know, a lot of people don't have the answers for. So Brigitte, I mean, over this course of time, 10, 11 months now that we're in all of this, how has uh, uh, Winnipeg sort of changed and how has the World Trade Center Winnipeg sort of pivoted to as well to help these businesses? Yeah, for sure. So we've been
2: uh, listening to what the businesses have been saying through a variety of ways. So we have our local chambers of commerce who have done surveys um, to see and, and hear what the companies are struggling the most with. Mm-hmm. And as Nicole mentioned, we, have, we offer um, a, a large variety of different webinars and training sessions. So we've had to, just like other businesses, pivot and um, kind of go outside of our comfort zone and find um, facilitators to, to uh, provide some training to help the companies with their pain points because of COVID. So that, you know, through e-commerce, uh, we were offering a different um, series, as Nika mentioned, but to talk about Facebook Marketplace, how to sell on there, how to sell on Shopify. So helping them step by step be able to build those platforms to help them um, be able to stay uh, in the market and um, and and relevant, keep their doors open as well. So, And uh, we do that a number of ways. So as Nicole mentioned, we do work with a a number of partners as well, and a lot of partners are offering training as well. So we're communicating with each each other and making sure we're not duplicating what's being offered to the businesses Mm -hmm. um, that need help right now. So what we'll do is uh, we'll promote the the different uh, training that they offer to then supplement what we're not able to provide to the businesses um, at this time. So it's been working out really well collaboratively and um, we we really see the impact it's been having on the businesses.
0: Yeah. Was there anything in particular, Brigitte, that stands out in in your mind on, on what business owners really need right now?
2: Well, right now in regards to, you know, with the doors not being open for a lot of businesses still, um, it was how can they reach their clients. Um, So whether that be through different sales tactics or just how to communicate and and making sure that they're top of mind to the businesses. So um, I think that we've offered a a variety of different programs and platforms to help them do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I know so many questions. So for you, Nicole, I guess, too, I mean is the dream of starting your business and opening up a business, I guess right now isn't the best time, but uh, how, how will WTC Winnipeg sort of, you know, get back into the, all of that and make it a, a viable and a wonderful city to open or start a business, you know, whether it's in Winnipeg or somewhere in Manitoba? Mm-hmm
3: and and i think when uh, when things started to hit in in April and March of last year, we thought that was possibly going to happen, that people were not going to want to open a business. And I offer the starting a business in Manitoba and we've had a phenomenal amount of people wanting to start a business and they have seen this as an opportunity as well. So some of them have um, unfortunately um, maybe lost their jobs or have had to uh, you know, change where their direction was. And now entrepreneurship is even more viable for them. And so there has, uh, you know, there's a lot of resources and we're very lucky here in Manitoba. There is a wonderful ecosystem and uh, collaboration between all the partners. Um, and uh, I think it's just, it, it is wonderful. And I think people are looking at this as an opportunity. Um, and they are really being innovative in their way of, uh, of starting a business. So we have not uh, necessarily seen a, a, a downside of people registering because that particular webinar has been very popular uh, throughout the last months and continues to be as well.
0: Wow. Well, that's good news because you know we we re- we really need to have that extra boost in our local economy with everything that's happening and you know I've, we're talking about COVID and businesses closing but in these years that you've been here I'm sure both of you have success stories too or you know you know somebody that has really Sean and gone on to bigger and brighter things and that must make you feel very well good too as well Does it not Brigitte?
2: Yeah, definitely Um, And we see a lot of responses through the surveys that we send out after uh, our webinars and and just the the comments And the thanks uh, for the support that we've offered them. So that's definitely uh, rewarding for us Um, and also by um, you know the traffic that's been increased our website as well we have our roots and recovery page on our website that offers all the listings of all the different uh, supports that the government has put out so mm-hmm. being able to direct people to the correct uh good sources of information uh reliable information on how they they can um access those different programs is definitely rewarding because we're seeing that we are we are there to help them and uh and it, it's, it's a good feeling for sure
0: yeah <laughs> all around And Nicole, the future, I guess, we can't really predict the future, but maybe some more of the important points now as uh, WTC Winnipeg moves forward, what are some of the things that are in your plans to help support our local economy?
3: Well, basically, I mean, I think that I'm fueled by uh, my passion of networking, of team building, and I'm, uh, you know, so uh, pleased with our team, which we're all there wanting to have the success of our entrepreneurs and uh, our business um, community. And so we're, we're fueled by that. Um, I love empowering people with information, and there's nothing uh, greater than uh, when we've worked with these entrepreneurs and they have their grand opening or they've uh, entered a new market that they had been working towards and the the success that they've had. so mm-hmm. our team is really there. Uh, give us a call. We want to hear about your business, about your challenges, about how we can connect you with the right information at the right time to um, have you succeed. So that uh, to me, I, I just, I love connecting the dots <laughs> and helping um, entrepreneurs um, find that relevant information. And we're, we're really being focused, um, moving forward on different series. So we mm-hmm. have a procurement series that's coming up. Uh, we've had, uh, we're having an Amazon series. We have uh, one on Facebook as well, and uh, there's the different platforms. And anything that the entrepreneur would need that we hear top of mind, we are working uh, towards uh, delivering those kind of of, uh, training.
0: Wow. Well, definitely head to the website, WTCWinnipeg.com. They'll have all of the listings there for you, all of the programs, and how to contact either Nicole or Brigitte. Sorry, I'm just giving you plug, ladies. (laughs) <laughs> but no uh, that's great. No, and, and it's true. I mean, certainly an organi- an organization like this is so important, uh, especially right now, to give other people hope too to maybe follow their dreams. and you're right. you know, maybe they've been stuck in a job that maybe they weren't happy with. Now is a time to maybe branch out and, and follow those dreams of having your own business and certainly looking forward to having your organization just become more in the limelight and have people come and see you. So I want to thank both of you, Nicole and Brigitte. It's been a, a wonderful conversation. And as always, stay safe and healthy. And hopefully yes, <laughs> hopefully, we can meet in person at one point.
3: Definitely. Well, thank you for having us. And we did want to mention that we offer our services, our uh, bilingual services. So we offer them in French and English. And um, we, our business advisors are uh, willing and uh ready to uh, to serve all uh, all entrepreneurs across Manitoba
0: Perfect well thank you so much merci Merci Want to give a warm Winnipeg welcome to Rod Black. And folks, I know folks here in Winnipeg, Rod, I'm sure, I don't know if you know, but there is another Rod Black, (laughs) a sportscaster.
4: Yes, uh, I've heard that. Yeah,
0: yeah, and just because, you know, he's a Winnipeg boy. So anyways, Mm -hmm. no, but this is Rod Black, the country recording artist. And uh, you know what? Uh, Welcome. It's great to virtually meet you, see you. Um, Great new single that's coming out and uh hey everybody's got a pivot so i guess rod first of all how have you know how have you pivoted how have you coped through 2020 and now here we are into a new year pretty much looking the same as the last one yeah (laughs) so how's it been
4: it's it's been amazing actually because you know unfortunately uh you know it's uh been a little hard obviously on a lot of us, but I kind of try to look at it as a bit of a blessing too, Mm -hmm. because I've got to spend time uh, with my family. Well, as much as I can, obviously with the bubble, you've got to be very careful with that. Um, Spending more time, you know, getting groceries for my mom and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so I've got to look at the blessings, right. And, you know, calling up friends that I haven't talked to for a while. And um, yeah, Mm -hmm. just kind of roll with the punches.
0: Yeah. And you, you yourself, I mean, no stranger to this music, country music scene. Uh, you've seen Glory Days too, opening up for like Dirk Bentley and a lot of big names. And um, I guess that whole experience, Rod, and then now kind of going out on your own too as well. How has that kind of changed you in this whole experience of living in a pandemic?
4: Well, I miss playing on stage. I definitely miss that. Um, but I find that that um, this downtime has been kind of, again, a blessing with the songwriting.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, lots of songs are, uh, you know, uh, in the studio, obviously being COVID, uh, you know, uh, uh, friendly, we'll say. Um, but I kind of just, uh, you know, taking advantage of that. But yeah, I definitely miss the stage and uh, and I can't wait to get back out there, you know, when the
0: time is right. Yeah. And when the time is right, Rod, have you ever thought, well, you probably do, what will it look like? Like, I really can't see us all coming out to a big stadium and seeing the big country rock shows right away, so to speak. Mm.
4: Sorry, I'm just (laughs) going to get some (laughs) water in there. Um, You know, uh, things are a little different, obviously, when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to be harder on the bigger bands um, with the stadiums and stuff, right? But, uh, you know, I've got a lot of friends in the UK and various places in Australia and all over the place, and they're kind of... Uh, they're kind of coping with the, uh, coping with the, the situation. Well, we still want to have entertainment so they have you know, everybody sectioned off and stuff like that. And I think that Canada is going to follow suit on that. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the smaller shows are going to be a lot um, more accessible, I guess, for the audience. Where the bigger shows, they might just have to wait a little longer. But I do believe uh, that uh, we're going to get through this and we will be stronger than ever. Might take some time.
0: But we'll get there. <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. You know, you're definitely right. So I was going to ask you to um, rodeo family that has a background resonates with uh, the blacks, so to speak. And I mean, how is that all? That's that's a, a huge effect, right? This whole pandemic on rodeos.
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously, that was when I was younger and uh, my dad has you know, passed and moved on. Um, so, But I grew up with a rodeo family, so things were a lot different back then. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I always actually talking to my cousins and stuff, and they're just really spending time with the horses and, and all that kind of stuff. And the farmers are just still farming. Lots of farming my family. Um, so they're kind of coping, it, uh, coping uh, with uh, that right there. But, you know, really, at the end of the day, we just have to try to stay as positive as we possibly can through this.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And, um, yeah, you know, I'm going to – I mean, we got the Cloverdale Rodeo, right? And uh, I'm always a part of that, and I'm really thankful for that. So I missed it last year, and that was a little hard, especially because we look forward to events like that,
5: right? Oh, yeah. So I
4: can't imagine what it's like for the circuit. I've got friends down in Texas and various, uh, you know, um, with the bull riding circuit and all that kind of stuff, and it's it's a little different, right? Mm-hmm. But again, we'll get through this.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, let's okay. Now let's switch it over to your music. Barely getting by. I mean, the title itself is uh, resonates definitely in these times um, I don't know whether you can answer this but I've always thought to I mean music off obviously tells a story tells a lot about the feelings that you have you look at the turmoil that's happening down in the States right now um, country music is huge and it's always been like music coming from the heart uh, what are your views rod as you know yourself as a musician people look up to you they love your music you know do you kind of, uh, you know, think a little bit more about the topics and the words that you use in your songs?
4: Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Um, you know, depending on the song, a song like, you know, to, to segue to Barely Getting By, um, you know, when we were writing that song, we didn't, this was before uh, COVID. Um, wow. We were on our getting ready to go on, on, on the radio tour for the last single. And so this kind of caught us all off guard. So it's really ironic that a song like this would be recorded in the studio, written and recorded, um, that would have almost a, a relatable factor, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. Um, but you know what? We're all struggling in life in general, right? That's, you know, nothing is meant to be perfect. I think that word should be just right out of the dictionary. Um, <laughs> but the bottom line is that, uh, you know, um mm-hmm with what we're going through right now, um, I think that uh, people are going to be able to relate to the song. We're hoping uh, that they get inspired by it. And, uh, you know, and it just uh, inspires us as artists and as writers as well, because, we've, again, we've got a little bit more time on our hands um, to write those songs. And again, when it's from the heart, you can't go wrong.
0: No, most definitely. And in the future now, Rod, I mean, everybody's had to pivot, people change. And especially now in the music industry, it is it is probably as competitive as it was pre COVID. Uh, like you said, because there are now more artists, closet artists, basement artists, right, that are getting their music out there. Um, is it a constant, you know, not, I wouldn't say struggle, but is it a constant thing on your mind, what your next song is, what the sound is going to be? Or do you, are you an artist that stays true to his roots and saying, this is what Rod Black's going to sound like?
4: Yeah, man, you got some great questions. I mean, really, what it boils down to, I grew up listening to uh, country and rock and roll, Mm -hmm. so that's in my blood. Um, Mm -hmm. I love, I listen to everything. I even listen to classical music, jazz music, and I just, I just love music in general. But I know, ever since I was a little kid, I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I had the vision, um, and I've pretty much stayed with it. I mean, obviously, um, with you know, you're obviously evolving Mm -hmm. as a writer and as an artist. Um, And you're always learning. But what it boils down to is I just stick with what um, I believe is, you know, true to myself. And hopefully, again, it inspires people. And I try not to watch what's kind of going on with other people because everybody's got their own path. Right. Mm -hmm. And and this isn't just as an artist thing. I think we all have that uh, path in life. And uh, I think that a lot of people sometimes try to follow others. And I don't know if that's such a good idea because you're kind of taking away from what, you know, personally what you have as an individual. And that's what makes us all great that way. Right. We're all
0: in our own individual. Oh, so true. I mean, we've seen it happen, you know, throughout this past year and now spilling into 2021. And I yeah, another question that I want to ask, because country music is something that is so visceral or it's so in the now and, you know, something that you need to really feel and have that human connection now with, you know, the internet, YouTube, iTunes, you know, you got to you know, it's like the, you got to be the first one to get your single out and, and whatever. Yeah. Has that changed uh, country music a little bit? Has it become, or do you think it has become a little bit more pop, I guess, I hate to use that word, um, in your, in your mind?
4: Well, again, it goes back to everybody's their own individual, and especially Mm -hmm. as an artist, right? I mean, um, I've always had a bit of rock in the country. Mm -hmm. Again, that's what I grew up with. Um, So that's always going to be with me. Um, Production is always evolving. You know, we get ideas and stuff. like that. I've got a great producer that I work with, and and I'm really thankful for that. Um, So we're always evolving in the studio. But the the bottom line is, like, you know, I look at some artists that might be a little bit more on the poppier scale. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can really appreciate what they're doing.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, I'd be like, wow, I, I wish I could do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we all have we all have our, our little niche, I guess you could say. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all about now, which is really interesting. It's mm-hmm. all about just getting music out there. Yeah. Where before you would record and then you'd go on the road and, you know, mm-hmm. and then you'd be on your bus and you'd, you know, OK, I got an idea for a song. And then but I don't have time right now because I got to get back, you know, focusing on the show. I can't get into the studio for a couple months. You know, and then on that nice idea that you had, maybe that fire's kind of fizzled out a little. Right now, (laughs) it's all about just putting out music because the people that are out there um, really could use that
0: encouragement
4: of, you know, a nice positive energy. uh, Mm -hmm. Hopefully, again, it inspires people. And that's not just myself. I've got a lot of friends that are doing the same thing. They're Mm -hmm. just putting out music, and we don't know what's around the corner. And I guess that's kind of the the challenge uh, for all of us. And as humans in general, but also um, as an artist, uh, we're just – we just want to get it out there and, uh, again, see where it goes. Oh
0: Well, 2021 is, I don't know, like it's already here and we're halfway through. For you, Rod, personally, what's the most that you hope for?
4: Uh, Honestly, I I think – I just wish that – I think that people – got to look at this as a bit of a I know it sounds strange to say this but we've got to look at this as a bit of a blessing right mm-hmm. um you know you look families out there that are you know just trying to get by and I don't mean that just because of the title of the song but I mean really um now they got time to be with their kids a little bit more you know, um, whereas they're always working, right, you know, because everybody's got to put food on the table. So um, I'm hoping that people kind of look at what we're going through right now as a bit of a blessing, Mm -hmm. even though it is hard. Don't get me wrong. It it is very, very hard. I'm missing time with my nieces and all that kind of stuff that can't go see friends. And of course, I can't go and fly down to, uh, you know, areas that I love to to spend time in. But Mm -hmm. we just have to look at this as a, a somewhat of a positive, the best we can. Anyway, we're into a new year right now. And uh, just, you know, be good to others. I mean, that's really, you know, because, hey, we're all going through this. We're all in this together. And I think we really need to realize that. We're not, no one's alone now. No one's ever alone. We're all in this.
0: Wow. Such great words. Thanks so much, Rod. So I'm going to let you introduce your new single. That's going to be out January 22nd. And for more on all your music, I think it's Rod Black Country. Rocks is the website that they can go to. Or,
4: and, uh, dot com. Dot com.
0: Okay. Or dot
4: rocks. Whatever works for you.
0: <laughs> well, that's what we found. So I thought, thought that was yeah, very cool. No, you, know what,
4: no, you can go to both. i was <laughs> yeah, just okay. trying to be funny. <laughs>
0: later Anyways. on,
4: I've got a bit of a sense of humor.
0: Oh, good. That's all good. Okay, so Rod, take it away. Uh, introduce your uh, latest single.
4: Well. My name's Rod Black, and we have a single, or I have a single, or however you want to look at it. Uh, We've got a song song called Barely Getting By. Hopefully it inspires you, and um, yeah, hope you
5: enjoy it. Bills piling up, barely making rent. Money in my pocket's already being spent. Even in the tough times, we can make it all right. Don't let the world go stealing your thunder Reading every word Ramping on the cover of the New York Times It's enough to make you cry Just doing what we're doing Even if we barely get by And on the highway climb It's getting better by the mile. Just the two of us together Something money just can't buy And when the days get long We're breathing in and keeping on Saying, baby, we can make it even If we're barely getting by Rich on love with nothing in the bank Beer in the fridge, got gas in the tank We can breathe the weather Two of us together, just doing what we're doing, even if we're barely getting by. And on the highway climb, it's getting better by the mile. Just the two of us together, something money just can't buy. And when the days get long, breathing in and keeping on. Saying baby we can make it even if we're barely getting by. Saying baby we can make it even if we're barely getting by. It's a doggy dog a dollar for the day, leaving the morning, getting home late. You'll be waiting up right. I'll pick us up some cheap wine. Just doing what we're doing even if we're barely getting by. And on the highway climb, it's getting better by the mile. Just the two of us together, something money just can't buy. And when the days get long, we're breathing in and keeping on. Saying, baby, we can make it even if we're barely getting by. Saying, baby, we can make it, even if we're barely
0: getting by. Welcome back to Hew at Home. Well, a few weeks ago, a teacher had to leave her virtual classroom after a horrific event. Students uninvited came into the classroom and started yelling misogynistic comments at her. She was frightened, shocked, devastated. She fell into tears and had to leave. This has an everlasting impact on that teacher and the students in that classroom. We took on this topic on our Hue virtual chat, and now here's a clip from our life coach, Linda Drostowicz, who joined in the conversation and her feelings on what the real message that needs to be sent. But I know we're going to get back now into this whole kind of—I I almost think abuse of the virtual internet or or some sort of—I don't know what it—I don't know what to call it. Um, but I guess your thoughts and comments, Linda, maybe a perspective too on the whole kind of protocol and how to be secure online.
1: I would have to say I have no answers for that <laughs> simply because this isn't new. This is what we are socialized in our world as women. We aren't safe from misogyny anywhere. We are taught from that, you know, we're talking about this as a middle school years, but we teach our girls even younger, rightly so, they can't walk alone. They can't go out at night. They can't go into elevators alone. They can't go into their cars without checking them. We have a list of things that we have to do as women and young women to protect ourselves from male violence, male hate, misogyny. That is, so to me, this is, this is just the exact same stuff just in a different format. So do we have a way to safeguard ourselves from this? I do not believe that there's going to be a magic way we can turn off comments and we can boot people out because the greater picture of the threat of violence uh, towards women is real, it's rampant, it's, uh, it's, a, you know, it's a very, very sexist culture and that has to be addressed.
0: You can see the entire chat on our website, and that's ilikeyou.com, or as a podcast, just go to The Hugh Crew on all your favorite platforms. I would like to thank all of our special guests today and leave you with this question. What would be your dream job? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at or you can contact us on Instagram or Facebook at ilikeyou. But for now, as always, stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll see you next time on Hugh at Home.
2: Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikehugh.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company.